0: Christmas is almost here and it is such an exciting time of year. I love this season and I'm so grateful for the opportunity that we have to to gather as a church on Christmas Eve, to have many different opportunities to point to what this season is all about, and I just want to talk to you for a few moments today about a miraculous invitation that God has laid before us, and and the invitation that He gives us to be a part of what He is doing in this amazing season that we celebrate here at Christmas. I want to look at a passage of Scripture from Luke chapter 2, and this is... Is the account of the birth announcement of Jesus, and this is a very familiar passage as it shows us the angels of heaven appearing in the night sky before a group of shepherds. And what an amazing moment this must have been! So let me just read to you from Luke chapter two, beginning in verse eight. A couple of verses here to get started, and let's think about what God does through these shepherds. Luke two verse eight says this: In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch. Watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and they were filled with great fear. But the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This incredible moment as this angel of the Lord appears before these shepherds, it's just a fascinating thing to consider, not only because of the miraculous nature of what is taking place at the birth announcement about the arrival of the Savior, but it's an amazing thing to consider because of who this announcement is made to. This group of shepherds in these fields around Bethlehem were certainly some of the least likely people to be a part of this amazing, miraculous moment. In fact, if you know anything at all about shepherds, you know that these guys are honestly living on the outskirts of society. I mean, they had a, a pretty uh, rough job, a pretty tough existence. They they were certainly responsible for taking care of sheep, but these sheep would not have been their sheep. They they were hired hands taking care of sheep for others, and and they had a pretty grueling task, staying up all night and living out in the wilderness and fighting off wolves and making sure the, the sheep stayed safe and and as you might imagine for some guys who made their living living out in some fields with some sheep these these were some pretty rough guys the, these were the guys that, that that definitely lived on the fringes and many of them I'm sure had stories of, of brokenness and pain and struggle throughout their life and and many of them might have never really thought that this would be a position they would be in and yet here they find themselves, taking care of sheep, this mundane task on the relative obscurity of society, kind of on the fringe, and yet out of nowhere, this amazing, miraculous event takes place as the angel appears to them and does not come and deliver this announcement to the Caesar or the king, does not come and deliver this announcement to the religious leaders or the Sanhedrin or the Pharisees. No, this angel of the Lord comes and delivers this miraculous announcement of the arrival of the Messiah to a group of lowly, dirty shepherds. What an amazing thing to consider. Just to be reminded as we celebrate Christmas that the celebration of Christmas is not just for those who have their lives all together. The celebration of Christmas is not just for those who have everything in decent and good order and have it all put together and, and have everything shiny and clean. No, the celebration of Christmas provides an invitation to everyone. Even those who feel like they are down and out, even those who are aware of how unworthy they may be, even those who have had a difficult story or a difficult journey, even those who might be on the fringes or feel like outcasts, the celebration of Christmas and this amazing announcement of a Messiah who has come, it has been made available to everyone the intentionality of God to make this announcement to the shepherds to say that this really is good news of great joy for all people. Think about that. And as you think about those around you, those in your circle of influence, those in your neighborhood, those in your classroom who, who, who might be kind of off to the edge on the fringe of the culture or the fringe of a friend group, or maybe just all alone, or maybe outcast, just remember that this good news of great joy, it is available to everyone. What a reminder, as people are longing and looking for hope, that there is a beautiful proclamation of hope that comes to all people through the arrival of Jesus Christ. The shepherds experienced this in a very profound and powerful way. And what we see next is it actually creates a significant change in them. Luke 2, I want to pick up in verse 15 as the story continues. It says, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. This incredible event, this miraculous announcement made to the shepherds then leads them to take a step of faith and to go and see the very thing that the angel was announcing, the the birth of Jesus in the town of Bethlehem. They come and they find Mary and Joseph. They come and they see for themselves what has taken place in the arrival of Jesus. And as they see it, they just can't help but talk about what they've seen. I tell you, I believe Luke chapter two, verse 17 is a verse that needs to be underlined in all of our Bibles. This incredible verse that says, when the shepherds saw what had been proclaimed to them, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. This is the response of someone who has experienced the love and grace of God in a very personal and specific way. They knew that they were a part of something beautiful. They had been invited into the greatest story that has ever been told, and they could not help but talk about it. I love this. It's so simple, and yet it is so central to the message of the Christian faith. We, as followers of Christ, those who are in Christ, have been called to tell about what we have heard and seen and believed. If you remember what it says in Acts chapter one, verse eight, this beautiful statement about being a witness of the things that we have experienced through Christ. It says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is the calling on everyone who is a follower of Jesus. Go and be a witness. And when you think about it, A witness is someone who tells about what they have seen. A witness is someone who takes the stand and shares their experience. They give an account for what they have seen and heard and experienced. How useless would it be for a witness to go into a courtroom and take the stand and say, you know, I don't really want to talk about the things that I've seen or experienced. That's all private. You know, I'm really more of a silent witness. I, I don't want to share anything that, that I've experienced because that, that just might be something that people don't understand or don't want to hear. No, a witness would be completely useless if they never open their mouth. A witness, by definition, is someone who shares about what they have seen and experienced and heard. That's exactly what we're seeing take place with the shepherds. They have been invited into this amazing miracle of the announcement of the Messiah, and they have seen for themselves how beautiful this invitation truly is, and it is beginning to change them, and they can't help but talk about it. I want to encourage you right now, as we prepare for Christmas and this beautiful celebration that is just right around the corner, to be in prayer very intentionally and specifically about who you might be able to invite to join you in the celebration of Christmas. Ask God to be showing you opportunities right now to invite somebody even this week to join you for a Christmas service or or to join you in the celebration of Christmas in some personal way. I would encourage you to even pray that God would give you not only the opportunity, but the courage to speak up, to share what you have experienced and to invite people into this beautiful invitation to experience God's love and his grace. That's what Christmas is all about. And this is the time of year when we have such an amazing opportunity to point to what we have seen and heard and experienced through Jesus Christ. Luke chapter two, verse 18 says it this way. All who heard of this All who heard what the shepherds said, all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. They were in awe and amazed at what the shepherds were communicating. I love this verse. It is so incredibly helpful. Because it tells us that when we share the good news about Christmas and when we point to the great joy that we have through Christ, it's not about us trying to convince someone to believe what we have seen and experienced. No, God uses us and uses our story and uses us as a witness to help invite others into the wonder of who he is and what he has done. Luke chapter 2, verse 18 actually takes the pressure off. Notice it does not say, all who heard what the shepherd said believed. No, it says all who heard what the shepherd said wondered. They thought about it. Their mind began to race at what they had heard. Their mind was provoked to think deeply on this message that had been brought to them. A witness is not going to take the stand to try and force someone to believe something. No, a witness takes the stand to share of what they have personally seen and experienced. When you invite someone into the joy of Christmas when you invite someone to a Christmas service, when you talk to someone about what you have experienced through Jesus Christ, you're not being called to convince them to believe. You're being called to share what God has done. Only God can save. Only God can open the eyes of those who are spiritually blind. Only God can lift those out of darkness into the light But in this amazing, miraculous way, God invites us, his people, his followers, to be a part of what he is doing as he saves others and invites them into his kingdom. What a privilege to be invited into what God is doing. And as we get this Christmas opportunity this year, as we have this opportunity, amazing divine appointment on the calendar that shows up every year, may we be reminded that people are more inclined to think about faith and spiritual things at Christmas. They're surrounded by it. People are more inclined to lean in. And I wholeheartedly believe that many people are more inclined to listen to our story, our personal experience, and to even accept an invitation to come and see what Christ has done at Christmas. So invite someone. Pray about opportunities to share your story. Pray about those that you can bring with you into the good news of Christmas. If we share, if we invite, some will accept, some will join us, some will hear, and some will have an amazing encounter with this miraculous invitation that God has given us to see and consider what the Messiah has done. I'm praying for us, praying for you, praying for me, that in this Christmas season, we would see the opportunities all around us to share this good news and invite others to come and hear what Christ has done.